the all-star app, the number one app in the business, UFC, Bellator, One Championship, PFL, and more. Get the app right now. Link in description. Big news. You know, you're signed to the PFL. It must be very exciting, you know what I mean? Especially with, you know, only a few fights in your pro career to be signed to a major promotion. Just tell us your emotions of just getting that pen to paper. Yeah, it um, it still feels unreal, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to feel real until I walk into that cage. Um, I feel really grateful, though. Um, I only have a few fights, but um, I've been full-time five years now. Um, tons of BJJ fights, tons of tournaments. So it feels, it feels like it's time. I'm, I'm ready for the big stage. Um, I'm just so excited and so grateful for the opportunity. When, when did you feel like you were ready? Like, did it, like, was there a moment it clicked for you? Like, I'm, I'm ready for the best fighters in the world. I think after my last fight, um, I, I felt like I was ready for something bigger because I was just walking through these girls. So I want that challenge. I want that hard fight. I want to have to brawl and bang. um, And I'm ready for that. And I think after the first three that were kind of just not walks in the park, all respect, but I'm ready for harder opponents. Yeah. One thing I noticed is that Tapology doesn't have all your fights. You do actually have three as a professional. They only have two of them. Did you ever reach out to them and tell them like, hey, I got another fight. You guys should put it up on there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, um, my manager and I reached out. Uh, sure, sure Dogs updated um, Tapology. Mm-hmm. Once I signed with PFL, we're like, okay, we'll we'll handle that after. They'll they'll obviously mm-hmm. help. Um, yeah, you you never know with these things. You see fighters with different records, and you don't know if it's true or yeah. or there's there's more or less. You never know. <laughs> Yeah, you were at AKA Thailand for a little while, and um, I forgot his name, but there was that huge controversy of one of the guys that used to fight there, or he used to train there. Uh, what was his name? But his record was like 25 and 8, but really, uh, they did, you remember? Os- Oscar? Yeah, Oscar, yes, Oscar. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah um, it's a prime example. So, yeah, he's he he's in Phuket. He trains in Phuket. Um, like I said... Only he and God know. You only know. You only know. So, uh, yeah, let's start with, um, I think the first time I saw you was when you were training at AKA Thailand. Is that where you started your MMA career or your MMA journey? Yeah, that's where I I started um, really 100%. Really, um, like I found my love for jujitsu there with uh, the, the then coach, Marcio Caesar. Um, who's gone on to open his own gym and most of the team, including myself, followed. Um, So that kind of started the love for BJJ. I never expected to be an MMA, to be honest. Um, But then just my style in BJJ lends itself more aggressive. And um, my coach, Marcio, said, why don't we try? And there's really nothing like that feeling of being in the ring. And it just hooked me after that first fight. So yeah, Marcio, he's a, he's a great coach. Uh, phenomenal BJJ. Yeah. I've seen him fight a few times and uh, is he still going to fight? You think, you think he's, he shut the door. I think, I think his focus now is on coaching and building mm-hmm. like a, his team of killers. And um, mm-hmm. it's a lot of work opening the gym here in Phuket. And yeah. it, 
he he wouldn't have the the time to dedicate himself to a fight camp but he could he's he's still a monster <laughs> yeah 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 he is and when i was there uh, i think late last year he told me that you were like i should speak with you he actually told me when i was at Novo Niao in phuket he told me to speak you were in pattaya training talk about mm. going to pattaya training what yeah. you were boxing what were you doing no so um there Older BJJ coach, um, DJ Jackson is a friend of mine. We actually okay. met in um, Worlds, in BJJ Worlds in Abu Dhabi. So when Stamp, Stamp Fairtex started her run for the Adam Waite um, Grand Prix belt, mm -hmm. he asked me to come down and help with her grappling. Um, so it kind of was a good situation because COVID was still shutting everything down in Phuket. So it was like a good time for me to go there while things were shut down here. Um, I got to help her. I got to work on my um, stand up because, you know, their Fairtex is very famous for their yeah. Muay Thai. Um, and so I actually ended up doing all of Stamps camps for all of her uh, Grand Prix run, which she won. And, yeah. you know, she arm barred Ritu like it was, yeah. I was screaming like, BJJ for life, you know, <laughs> I was going nuts. So. Um, I did that. And then when things started picking back up here and we could open again, I came back to Marcio at Novo Niel Phuket. Nice. nice. Yeah. Novo Niel Phuket. It's uh, it's still a growing gym, but it seems like you guys have a, a, a decent group of fighters there. How has it been growing the team from the start? You know what I mean? Cause you've been there from the beginning. Yeah. Wow. I mean, through like con construction, we totally remodeled the gym from its bones. Um, even during COVID, we're like sneaking in the back, trying to train. Um, and a lot of guys um, from, who know and trained with Marcio followed him there. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a lot of our, like our OG group, our old school group. And then um, guys that come in, they tend to, they seek out the more, more famous gyms on the street. And a lot of times it doesn't fit what they need. So we're more of a niche family style gym and they come to us and they don't leave. So it's, yeah. it's, it's good. We're, we're growing and uh, it's, it's like a real fight gym. If yeah. you want to yeah, fight. There's, there's the growth of MMA and, and, and jujitsu and the gyms even coming out of COVID it's, it's nuts. Phuket's even bigger. Like, yeah, I don't think anybody expected that. Yeah, I mean, you watch one, you watch UFC, PFL, every big promotion, you hear Phuket, you hear one of the gyms from mm. this area. Um, it's outside of like Vegas. It, I think it's a it's a hotbed, really. Yeah, it is. Well, outside of the US, it's one of the, the biggest hotbeds. I think the biggest yeah. hotbed in Asia, definitely. Um, sure. Let's rewind a little bit back to your pro debut in 2019. You got a third round TKO, I believe, ground and pound finish. You were in the mount, but you traveled all the way to China. And I always get unusual stories from China, you know, I mean, traveling out there. And you went out there for your debut. Tell, talk about that. Um, it was it was an experience. Uh, I had never been to China before. Um, we had a last minute opponent change when I had already arrived. So it was a bit of a... <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, getting getting the right food um, was difficult. Sawning the last weight off was, we were walking like it was freezing. We're walking to some sauna and 
my coach sat outside for like four hours because the sauna wasn't hot enough. It was, it was a very cool experience to say the least. Um, mm. But the production value was great. I definitely was not the favorite of the crowd. <laughs> so what I want silence, you know, just me yeah. and Marcel. Ah. But um, it's it's cool to fight internationally. It's 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 nice to see the how MMA is handled and the production in different countries. I I I love the experience. Yeah, you get to go through the adversity too, which is always good to yeah. experience that, right? It seems like I'm always the underdog or the or or uh, not the home favorite. So yeah. I thrive off of it, honestly. Yeah, that's the that's the burden of being a, an American in in on this side of the world, right? Yeah, yeah, which understandably. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, now after that, pretty much the pandemic hit. So how was how was handling life over here? You know, you're all the way across the world. Your family's in the U.S. People are flipping out, right? Like thinking like the world's going to end. And and yeah. what, what were you like? What was your status during that whole time? Yeah, it was unfortunate because everything with I, I won Worlds, I did my pro debut, was on the up. And then poof, COVID crashed everything. Um, I was honestly happy to be stuck in Thailand for this time because... Um, it's a good lifestyle here. The weather's okay. It's cheap. Um, but then as, as it came six months, one year and other countries were opening up, we were still very much locked down here. Um, Thailand kept it safe, you know, kept their people safe, have to appreciate everything they were doing. But I started seeing other fighters start lifting off again. So it was, it was more hard mentally, you know, I, we were trying to train where we could we go outside or people would buy these little foam like kindergarten mats and put them in their house mm -hmm. we're trying to keep up but the mindset i think was the the hardest part and mm -hmm. um it got to a point where i said maybe maybe this isn't going to happen for me maybe i need to focus on bjj again get my black belt you know go to abu dhabi dubai where they're hiring teachers um but then things started rolling again, and here we are. Yeah, that's great. That's great to hear. Yeah, there's a lot of fighters that that went through that exact same yeah. situation, right, of just like, should I go back home? You know, and a lot of fighters did, right? It, it kind of became yeah. a ghost town a little bit on the street. Oh, oh my gosh. you! Wow, you, you would ride your scooter, and, I mean, it looked like zombie, like a zombie movie. No one was out. Places were shut down uh shattered up it was it was wild to see really um but i'm happy i stuck stuck around yeah yeah a lot of people advanced their skill set tremendously during that time you know especially when it started opening up a little bit you could travel within thailand like you said you went to pattaya and got working yeah. with uh stan fairtex yeah. um so you returned after that you know in uh spartacus was that in uh bangla stadium right that was inside bangla stadium yeah, yeah, in Patong here. In Patong. Yeah, yeah, in Patong, right? How was uh after such a long layoff? You know, so, you know, you had a good performance in your debut and such a long layoff, but you got the quick finish. You know, rear naked choke. You know, what did you feel about the performance? Yeah, so I was um I was much more nervous than I showed uh, because it was like, okay, this is this is where I'm gonna see if if I if I can still do this. Um, mm -hmm. but once you get in there, it's like 
tunnel vision. You, you don't hear anything. You don't think about anything else. And I felt one of her leg kicks. I said, oh, I don't like that. <laughs> so I just pulled her down. I was like, let's finish this quick. I want to go home. Um, and it just sparked that like love of being in the cage again. So it was, it was exactly what I needed. And then a couple of months later, you, you fought again for Fairtex and, and got a first round submission in that fight as well. Which fight do you feel like was, was the toughest out of the three? Um, I think mentally, I think it was my second fight. Um, just because of that long layoff we talked about in COVID and the mindset, um, in terms of like skill set, I think it was that first fight. Um, I see now she has gone on. She has a great record. She's um, she's almost undefeated outside of me. So she she also is really has progressed in COVID, and she's a great fighter. So I would I would even return to see where we both developed. <laughs> yeah, you get you know you always hold that victory. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you gain yeah. a lot of confidence from that you know what i mean i think you should like since you see where they go from the point where you beat them yeah that's that's um testament to what you were saying earlier of like when did i feel like i was ready for a next level um because because of exactly this you know i i am very i'm very confident in my ground game um I believe no one, no one has the pressure I have on the ground. So, you know, I see girls really thriving, but with me, they struggle. So I'm, I'm ready, man. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, PFL, the, the, you get on the biggest card of the year as well, which is great. You know what I mean? For the PFL and, uh, and you're going to face Dakota Decheva, which she is like, the hype like there's a hype around her right that's why they signed her and they're promoting her and you said earlier like it almost seems like every fight you take you're the underdog you're you're, you're not the favorite even though you're american you're gonna fly back to the states and and fight in new york city you know there it's stacked against you right so what do you think yeah. of dakota and and what she's done so far because she's still early in her career as an mma fighter as well yeah of course um you know i respect her muay thai i respect her record um there's definitely a lot of hype around here they're definitely promoting her she's you know long tall beautiful blonde but um i don't believe she's ever been dragged into deep waters before and that's exactly what i'm gonna do and so you know people have been telling me my whole life my whole career oh maybe you can't uh, uh underdog and i thrive off of it i live it like I love to crush dreams. So let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. It's great to be in a position you want to be in, you know what I mean? And you drive off that position because eventually you're going to win so many times that now you're not going to be an underdog anymore, right? When are you going to do what it's like that? Like you're the favorite. They're like, true, you have true. To um, yeah, that's, that's, that's a good point. And I'll, I'll cross that bridge when it comes to it. But mm -hmm. right now, I, I, like, I like to be the, I like to be underestimated. How, how is the camp in, in Phuket, how uh, how long have you been in camp for this? Have you known about this fight for a while? So um, I've had a good amount of time for this camp, probably like a solid six to eight weeks. Um, we were talking with PFL for a little bit. There was nothing set in stone, but I had an idea. So uh, the minute I had an idea, the switch turned like, all right, let's get this. And Marcio is... Um, a big proponent of always staying ready. So if you get that call, like Spartacus and Fairtex were both last minute fights. If you get the call, you're ready. Um, so we like to stay in that mindset. 
but I'm fortunate enough that I have had a good, a good chunk of time for this camp to really focus on what I need to do. Yeah, it's uh, extremely amplified. And you get to fight in Madison Square Garden. Did you ever right? dream of that? Bro. <laughs> like, <laughs> honestly, I didn't even, I didn't realize this was the card until they published it. So okay. when when everyone else found out, my coach sent it to me like, Kate, dot, dot, dot. And I looked at it, I said, oh, okay, so this is what we're doing. You know, um, it's, it's incredible, especially coming from the U.S. and coming from Philadelphia, which is a big like boxing hub. You know, Muhammad Ali fought there. Yeah. It's it's incredible, and I, like I said, it's unreal. I I'm grateful. I can't believe it, bro. How about the family? Are they gonna drive up there? It's not that too far of a drive, is it? For, for sure. No. Um. You know, my my family is based in the Philadelphia area, so it's like two hours. My mom will be there for sure. She's never yeah. seen me fight though. So I don't know how she's going to take that and the yeah. atmosphere, but she's going to learn. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It's a, it's, a, it's a big moment, you know. It's great to see everything working out, especially how much you have sacrificed. I know a lot of people that were in Phuket, they sacrificed a lot because they stayed there. And, uh, and you're reaping the benefits of it. So 200 feet of fighters, you know, a lot of hype around the fight. You know, what type of performance are you expecting from yourself in your debut, your PFL debut? Um, I'm expecting it to be a hard fight. Um, um, I'm expecting it to be everything the hype is saying. Um, I'm just ready to show. That's it. I just, I, I'm, I'm more of a work in silence. Let the work show for itself. So okay. November, you'll, everybody will see. All right. November 25th, PFL 2022 Championships, New York City, Madison Square Garden. If you want to know more about the event, go to the description and download the All-Star app. Catherine, thank you so much for the time and safe travels all the way to New York City and all the yeah. best in the fight. Thank you so much. Thank you.